to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Free, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. That's right, Friday, baby. Friday, Friday episode of the J Train Podcast. Send your emails. Send those emails. Send your emails. We will discuss your live info. Come on. Last chance. Tell a friend. Last chance. Make your story. Take a bitch tonight. Tell a friend. A coworker. A brother. We're in Feather Nation Studios. The crowd is hot on a Friday. And so are you. You look great. You feel great. Tell a friend. Tell a coworker. Feather my nuts. Woo! Good to be back. J Train Podcast every Tuesday and Friday. Listen, people. Feather Nation Studios is here. Capacity crowd. Shelby on the ones and twos. J Train Podcast, where the laughs don't stop. Never stop, baby. Shelby Potter here. You're a wizard, Shelby. That's what a still, revelation. Still the, still the name. It, listen, man. Days the new, later. The buzz is alive. I mean, my God. Shelby Potter Royston. Holy shit. That's what's on the ID. SPR. Mm-hmm. I never would have saw it coming. So pumped to be here, here with you, Shelby. Very excited. I, listen, some announcements before we get going. I'm Hello. Be, Hello. 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 Jaredfree.com. Jaredfree.com. Huntsville, Alabama. Uh, November 29th and 30th. Then we're doing the UUP West Coast tour. I'm going all over this great nation. L.A. That's right. Where the ladies at? We're looking for you. L.A. That show's selling like hotcakes, okay? And that doesn't happen in L.A. La La Land, they don't buy before. They get there and they go, oh, there's a show here? Even though they knew the show was coming. They're a bunch of fakes. Mm -hmm. They ain't faking for this. What do you have? Uh, I was working on my pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. They're buying early, so you better get involved with L.A. Coming there on December 3rd. December 4th, we're in San Francisco. The 5th, we're going to be in, I think the 5th, is that, that's Portland. Then we're in Seattle. Then Vancouver, Phoenix, uh, Austin, Dallas, Houston. So all those cities. Get your crew involved. If you're sitting there and you don't have a ticket in hand, you're wrong. Um, Then Springfield, Mass., December 26th through 28th. Naples, Florida. um, That is January 2nd through 5th. Salt Lake City. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, Mormons. Storming Mormons. We're coming to Salt Lake. Going to come sit on the lake. Go out, get a tan. So come on out, Salt Lake City, Wise Guys Comedy Club, and then uh, um, then I'll be coming, you know, all over this great nation of ours. I'm very excited about today's cast. An OKP, original key player. He's back. He's fantastic. Very. It's been so long. I can't believe. I'm almost embarrassed. It's taken so long. Doug Smith, thank you for coming on. Hey, hey, hey! Good to be back. Great to have you, man. How have you been? I mean, good man. I'm uh, I'm mesmerized by those pipes you got. That's Move right. Move over, Donna Summer. Holy that's shit! That's me. That's me. I uh, the 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 S- Prince of Pipes. Summer of Sam all over again. That's right. We know we know how to Let's do. Let's kill we, some we, people in this blackout. We want to get people going on a Friday. Hell we don't yeah. want this ain't NPR. This is uh, <laughs> this is J Train Radio at its finest. <laughs> Doug Smith, fantastic comic, hilarious. At who Doug Smith on Instagram. Go follow. Go support. It's up on my Instagram. Right now, as you're listening, he's got an album coming out, Barely Regal. Barely Regal. What is the meaning? Do we have a, a, a is that a, a key joke to the whole thing? You know, it's kind of a, a play on Barely Legal. It's kind of a sexy no, we, album we cover. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Although somebody pointed out it sounds like an Asian person saying uh, 
barely legal. Okay, well, so you know, get a little racist. racism yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're not looking to get canceled here, Doug. <laughs> starting real high and tight. Okay, yeah. barely legal. It's on pre-order November twenty-sixth, and then it comes out. December 3rd Shelby's, Shelby's locked out locked out I want you all listen we've done the album thing with me um, we want you guys to get involved with Doug Smith's album because he's fantastic and hilarious I want you guys to go follow him now because I know here's the thing we're putting out this episode before like it's, all this stuff is live so go follow Doug on Instagram at who Doug Smith the album's gonna be called Barely Regal Pre-order the 26th and then December 3rd. What's been going on? You have, listen, it's been so long since you've been on. I, I, I think you, like Aaron Berg was on last episode. I was like, I think he was single when we, when we talked about he's got a <laughs> wife and kid. Yeah. You're married. People move fast. You got a kid. Four-year-old. He's a grown-ass Four man. Four years yeah. old. Yeah. Very cute kid. I see him on Instagram all the time. Yeah. It's cute uh, kid. What are you, what, how's it been going? What's going on? It's great, on? man. He's, you know, I was stay at home dad for the last two years, you know, with him every day in, day out, which What's is great. What's it like to be a stay at home dad? Is it's there a very like, lonely existence? Is it? You're just starved for uh, adult conversation. That's what all the moms say. Yeah. They it, all it makes kinda... you dumber because you're functioning on the level of a toddler all day. So. I mean, you can't read a book like <laughs> like what's uh you just like you can oh you yeah, can't you have can like uh, like the news on while he's <laughs> running around no that's not bo- you have to have like cartoons he's impeachment proceedings kids yeah. love them <laughs> uh yeah the 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 insipid shit that kids watch just make you dumber it's just, baby you know, shark all day long and you know you're pointing out. You know, you're trying to teach them kids stuff. So you're like pointing out construction equipment. And then when you're like with your adult friends, you're still pointing out construction equipment. Because that's just the mode you're in, you know? Yeah. I, I, I'll be with the boys out on the town. Be like, whoa, bulldozer, crane yeah. truck. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And everyone's like, uh, don't you want to get a beer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I, I, I uh, is there any like... Are you at the park with the moms? Like, oh, yeah. How yeah. does that dynamic There's work? There's no like, moms, though. It's all nanny clicks. So it's I'm you like and the, the nanny? Few, yeah, yeah. I'm tight with a bunch of nannies. Just how chilling do you with guys Jamaican confer- ladies like, all day. What's that conversation like? My patois is down pot. Down pot. <laughs> mon. See? Slip right into it. <laughs> down pot. Mon. It's, bo- bo- I mean, it's all... I mean, they're all from Jamaica? Is that... Is that Pretty much. Really? Well, the islands, you know, not to be too... Well, I mean, this is an interesting thing. I, I, I reference this article a lot on the podcast because I just think it's so interesting for this, the timing, the day and age. I, there was an article written about these Upper East Side moms on Instagram, but they never show their nannies on Instagram. I bring this up all the time because I just think the, the in, what's interesting to me is the, 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 the intersection of money and how people feel they're allowed to look like they have money. Yeah. And I, this whole article was like, where are the nannies? Like they're on these <laughs> huge trips and they're not, in any, they claim they're a part of the family right. and then they're not in any of the Instagram pictures. And they like, they asked the women, they're like, well, basically the whole article was basically saying that these women don't want to be out of the conversation. Right. Because someone, if they're online spewing about, you know, the school system sucks, someone could write back, you have a nanny, you don't understand. Sure. And do you have that? Is there any of that feeling? Do you ever? Well, yeah, the people want to ex- people want to have that. It's a classic case of have, have your cake and eat it, too. They want to have the nanny. Yeah. But they don't want anybody to know that the nanny is doing all the work. They want to be able to take the credit for raising the kid, even though they're not raising their own fucking kid. And Nobody you raises see, their own you're kid. watching. You have a front row seat for this because you're oh, raising yeah. the kid. Yeah. And you're the stay-at-home papa bear. Right. And then you look, and then do you see, like, the mom swoop in and, like, let's get a picture of us coming home from school. And they're like, get out of here, Doris. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've, I've definitely seen kids gravitate more to the nanny than the mom, which is incredibly <laughs> sad. <laughs> I'm home. What's this music on? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Get off the steel drum and do your homework. Yeah. <laughs> what? What have you been teaching him all day? I don't know. I'm trying to be a mom. This is what moms do. Put yeah. down the Bob Marley spliff and clean your room. <laughs> so, like, do you see that happening in front of you? Are you like... Yeah, I mean, it's 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 weird, man, to go to the playground and there's just no 
white adults. It's just it's just a sea of white kids, and then just a bench full of there's like nanny clicks, clicks oh, ri- too. And, and so they all like they know each other. They're in? gossiping. Like, how do you talk? You know, how do you work it? <laughs> um, do they look at you and go? Well, he's not one of the white women, so we like him. Like, yeah, yeah, they respect me. They really? respect, yeah, yeah, they respect <laughs> me. Such a, I don't know how this conversation is coming <laughs> off to the listeners, but I, like, I think it's so interesting. It's like prison yard rules. You got to pick the biggest nanny, <laughs> kick the shit out of him on the first day. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Who wants some? And then Who wants And then your top dog. Yeah, <laughs> I'm the baby shark. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, that's so funny to me. I, where are you living? You're Park Slope. So South Park Slope, Slope is like yeah, yeah. the epicenter of like yuppie parents. Sure. Yeah. Wow. So I'm I'm definitely in the minority. So you come home to your wife and you're like, do you tell her like, yeah, that's the mom not really doing it? Like, do you? Oh like, yeah, yeah. Like, because she has to feel a certain way not being. You know, when the roles are reversed, right, right. she must have some sort of guilt, which I don't think is deserved. Right. Uh, but I could understand how she would feel that way where she's like, and then you're like, don't worry. Nobody's doing shit. Yeah. Yeah. No one even knows their own kid's <laughs> middle name. You know, <laughs> Shelby's middle name is Potter. What is it? Potter. Isn't that crazy? That's cute. Sorry. You're, very, you're, you're young. Is this a Harry Potter? Is this, is this like a. Uh, I'm not as young as you'd think. I'm not. Shelby's not. 82. Yeah. It's crazy. So we're gonna do some emails. Wonders. Let's do some emails. Um, I'm very excited to have Doug Smith here, an old friend, hilarious at who Doug Smith, the stay-at-home dad. Yeah, man. Yeah, my wife does have a certain level of guilt, but we still like. She only works three days a week, so we we see our kid way more who's than most working? parents. Who's working? No wonder there's no nanny. <laughs> no one goes to work. <laughs> who can afford it? <laughs> Who can afford the nanny? Somebody should be raising the kid. He should there not be a, home by himself, but I mean, comic, that's just the break. There's a comic I used to see at open mics who did a joke about the Jamaican nannies with the white kids and then yeah. the, the kid looking up at the nanny going, I don't, like speaking like the nanny. It just always was so funny to me. Rude, yeah, yeah, yeah. rude boy. <laughs> yeah, like it's, I mean, it is, it's one of those things, like I, I call this podcast. Uh, a podcast for uncomfortable conversations had comfortably. <laughs> I do believe that. Like somewhat like this is one of those things. Like, do you ever talk to the nannies and go like, like, Oh yeah. I get, I, get the, I get the dirt on them. I'm like, what are the, what are the parents like? What do, what do, are they treat you well? And what like, do they say? What's, what does it range from? Like, are, are like some of them living, you know, are they like, ah, fucking, this is great. I remember one yeah. time, I don't know if I've told this story in the podcast before, but I remember we were in, um, uh, I was like 23, and it was a we just spent a weekend at the Jersey Shore. So I was in this full car full of all like five people, all college friends, and my buddy's driving, and um, we go to pull off in New Jersey at a gas station. In New Jersey, you're not allowed to pump your own gas. So there's uh, a yes. guy, you know this, yep. right? So there's a guy, so we're in line, like summertime come home from the beach traffic. So we're in line at the, 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 the rest stop waiting to get gas. And we're in the car and we're like, man, what a fucking awful job that is. We're, we're, <laughs> we're, sitting there. we're just, we're like, oh, can you imagine in the middle of summer just sitting out here fucking pumping gas? How, how awful it is. We're, we're five of us sitting in the car just talking about how this person life must fucking suck. And yeah. then we get to the front. I'll never forget this. My friend in the front goes, hey, man, how you doing? And like he goes to get, he goes, what do you want? He goes, regular, fill it up. And then he's sitting there. He goes, how you doing, man? After we had just spent like 10 minutes of having a group decision that their guy's life suck. And he goes, how am I doing? I'm fucking great. This is the best job in the entire world. He goes, I sit here. I got my headphones in. They pay me f- amazing. Um, oh, shit. And, and he's like, I get overtime all the time. And he's like, it was almost like we wrote the script. He's going yeah. on. He's like, no one really on my back. I'm outside. Like, he goes over like 30 reasons why this is the best job he's ever had in That's his entire life. me in college. Re- was this what you did? In the summer, like, I was like... You've uh, you're from Pennsylvania. You're, you went to school in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you, the giant eagle. Oh, the uh, get go. Yeah, the rest stop. I just had like it was like a car wash, but 
you we just sprayed them and then they'd go through like automatic and then we'd i'd just be like hanging out outside yeah and like it was like a small one i'd run the register wasn't that busy it's it it, 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 and you're sitting there going this is the best job ever i look back i look back and not my job is pretty very easy right now but i'm still like man like no no pressure there's no bills then yeah nothing. it's so weird how perspective changes everything like and i remember we drove away i remember we pulled away from after the, you the, all filled out applications after right? we <laughs> we all spent the, the whole summer we actually worked <laughs> at the fucking you know flying J. I i uh, <laughs> so i remember we pulled away as we're pulling the, the car is completely silent all of our mouths just dropped and we're like Wow, we we fucking time to eat crow. Like we're yeah, wrong. Yeah. We're, we we're so looking at this from the wrong perspective. And I would imagine some of these women that are nannying must look at you and go, "This is fucking great." Yeah, like, like sure. I, I I'm living good. I, I a lot I of them are on a salary. They you know they they either live with the family, they have a yeah. room in the house, or they you know they they kind of subsidize their rent wherever they live. And yeah, they got it's pretty cushy for most of them. What about the ones that are not cushy? Let's do our own expose. <laughs> oh yeah, you get some dirt on some people, you know, like the the uh, parents nickel and diming them, or right. uh, you know, wanting to go on vacation but not not you know not paying them any extra, not paying them overtime to go on the vacation. Yeah, yeah. See, this is unbelievable. I, you should be writing a book. I know, right? This is a this is. Outing all these fucking well, half-ass you know what parents. it is. What's the what was the kids one? are an accessory in Park Slope now. Everybody thinks you got to have one, but then they don't want to. It's they don't want to so deal with them. Far from me, like well, I guess I, I guess if you have so much money, kids can be an accessory. Like to yeah. me, the a kid like changes life so much that I'm like, uh, I, that doesn't ring any truth to me. I, right, I, like right. how are they putting? Like what about when they're 18? Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. like I don't know. Right. Uh, so, well, we're happy to have you here, Doug. We're going to answer some emails at WhoDougSmith, gmail.com. We're sponsored, people. Speaking about paying bills. Love we have em. a new sponsor alert, okay? No Emmy. No Emmy, okay? Let's read this together. Shopping for fine jewelry can be more than a little bit overwhelming. It can be hard to find the gorgeous place that perfectly complements your style. And it can be even harder to know whether you're getting the best value for the price, especially considering the fact that most jewelry retailers mark up prices by 500 to 1,000%. No Emmy believes that luxury jewelry doesn't have to be overpriced. Okay, so listen to me. I got one for my girlfriend. I got her a ring. Uh, she loved it. She went fucking crazy. This is a great gift to yourself or to a friend or to or to your loved one, your mom. It's the only fine jewelry company that you can that can offer you incredible quality and sustainability at this price. Uh, they cut out the middlemen. They know me designs and manufactures everything in house, so they don't sell directly to consumers. And you get the finest quality jewelry and save an average of fifty percent compared to other luxury brands. So. Listen, you don't have to know a guy to get these prices. You know me. You know Jay Trey, the, uh, the, the Jew of jewels, okay? <laughs> Noemi is great. I gave it to my girlfriend. She lit up, okay? It was unreal. I, what a response. It has, I could go through the site. I didn't feel like an idiot. It wasn't hot, hard to go through. So if you're looking for the finest quality jewelry for a luxury brand you can trust, look no further. Go to hellonoemi.com slash jtrain. To see their collection and get $50, $50 off your first purchase with promo code JTRAIN. That's an even better deal on top of spending a fraction of what you normally pay for luxury brands. Go to hello, H-E-L-L-O, Noemi, N-O-E-M-I-E, dot com slash JTRAIN. Now, if you want that website, it's in the description of the episode. Uh, so hello, noemi.com slash JTrain. Use promo code JTrain to get $50 off your first purchase. Let's do some emails. You ready? Let's do it. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Are guys ever allowed to buy another girl's swimsuit? Ooh, definitely not. <laughs> That's an insane move. I, I buy another girl's swimsuit. What is this swimsuit? bullshit about? So my fiance. You buy any girl anything that's kind of a strange. Move. I think you're right. Get him right? out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. Get out of here. So listen to how this starts. My fiance's ex girlfriend's cousin. 
fiancés. Who's writing this email? A guy? No, a woman. A woman? Okay. It's been a while for you on this podcast. We get all women emails now. It's all women. Okay. <laughs> like 99%. <laughs> Where the ladies at? Yeah, the ladies are here. So the fiancés. Ex-girlfriend's cousin. cousin. So fiancés, ex-girlfriend, her cousin. Yep. Let's call her Mary. Lives in Salt Lake City. I'll be there in January. He travels. He travels for work and was there a few months ago. Okay. Him and Mary went to dinner and he never told me about it. This is juicy. Yeah. You're looking at me like this is already wrong. I mean, going to the cousin of the ex's. Yeah, that's such a strange relationship to maintain. Also, cousin he never. T- I found out because he Snapchatted me a picture of his sushi dinner, and it and it looked off, and like someone else was there with him. Oh god, <laughs> this guy's fucking clunky. It looked off. I knew she lived there, and they always tried to meet up while he was in town. So I creeped on her Instagram. She had some sushi and calamari on her stories, so it was easy to put the two together. Wow, this is the Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> there was a lady-sized bite taken out of his shrimp shumai. <laughs> when he got home and I bugged him about the dinner, he finally came clean and told me they met up. I was mad at him, and he kept telling me I had no right to be upset about it since they are just friends, quote-unquote. Didn't, didn't believe he just looked at her as a friend. Didn't believe he just looked at her as a friend, and from everything you've said on your podcast, he wasn't trying to be nice, uh, a nice guy and go to dinner with her. He wanted something more. This is her fiance. Yeah. Imagine him coming through the door and she's like sitting there with the lights off. I'm like, <laughs> how was the sashimi, Michael? <laughs> Did you enjoy the edamame? You were going to take me to Nobu, Michael. <laughs> Fast forward a couple months and her birthday and her birthday month. We get a swimsuit on our doorstep addressed to her from Nordstrom's. This guy's an idiot. Yeah, he really is. I get pissed, and his excuse oh, was... Oh, hell no! <laughs> That's her opening the door, seeing the name on it. Oh, ah, yeah. hell no! Oh, hell okay, no! Hey, uh, knock, knock, it's FedEx. Oh, what's this? Oh, hell no! <laughs> oh, oh, man, I hope he's like, I, I gotta tell you something, it's for me. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I actually. It's for that me. Is a this better, is really embarrassing. But d- saying you cross dress is yeah. a better option than yeah, that girl I went for dinner with that we're just friends. Yeah. This is for her. The lie detector test determined. You have a similar body a type, so I wanted you to try it on first. <laughs> like that's the only way to get out of that is to go. Yeah, I wear women's bathing suits around the house when you're not home. Please I would don't rather judge that. Me. Please yeah. don't judge me. You could get away with that in Park Slope. Yeah, absolutely. They'd be like, they throw you a parade. Oh, yeah. you don't you don't like my lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. That's the way I would play it right away. That's how I'm playing it. Okay, be so a hit with the nannies. This how you dress in the islands. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to be a fly on the wall at those nanny conversations. <laughs> Just like, oh... Mr. Bloomberg. <laughs> and, some, and, you know, they come from definitely uh, tougher upbringings, a lot of them, too. So of some of course. them get so impatient with the kids. They'll be like, I've, I've been in, like, art classes with them. They're like, Theo, you're using the crayons wrong. Quit peeling the paper off the crayons. You can't mix the colors, man. It's great. It's like, take it easy. I mean, I they must look at these kids and be like, they must think they're such fucking pussies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Stop running around, your beef patty getting cold. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, beef we got to stop. Beef patty getting this cold. This is hilarious. <laughs> I, like, listen, I'm not beyond that. Like, I grew up with, like, you know, babysitters and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, I, my, I remember growing up, I had a, a woman named Ruth from Barbados who's, like, yeah. a part of my family, like, she must right. have looked at you me. You probably love like, her more than your mom, right? I, I, there was a point in my life when when Ruth left. Yeah, my brother was like, it was taking a mom away from him. Yeah, I, I was I'm fine. Sure. I was a little older, but he was like, "Wait, mom's gone." Yeah, and then my mom was like, "I'm right here. What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah. So I understand the relationship. I understand like we loved her, and uh, you know, we'll have conversations with my family. Like, what happened? What do you think happened? You know, yeah. like. But then there's this thing of like I think of. My, looking at me from their perspective, I'm like, they must have been like, fuck this kid. Yeah. You know, there yeah. has to be little some of that. Lord, little Lord Fauntleroy <laughs> bitch. 
So let's go back to the email. I fast forward a couple months on her birth. It's her birthday month. The fact that she knows this is crazy. We get a swimsuit on our doorstep addressed to her from Nordstrom's. He even went high on with Nordstrom's. I get pissed and his excuse was it was payback for the dinner. He, I mean, that's a so good excuse. Hey, that's buddy, as good as the excuse can get. Let me tell you about Venmo. <laughs> he claims he forgot his wallet, so he paid her back with swimsuits. He says sorry and didn't think anything of it when she asked him to buy her swimsuits. Yes, she has Venmo, and yes, they were friends on Venmo. I looked through their text messages, and she never sent any links, but he claims he sent pictures through Snapchat. I know he had a thing for her a few months before we started dating, but because his, she is his ex-girlfriend's cousin, I didn't. it didn't seem to work out for them. So my questions are, this is the fiance. This guy's a knob and a half. This, I mean, he's... He cares very little about getting away with cheating. Yeah. You know, like, like, like at, at a certain point, you have to be like, you, if you're going to cheat, there's some, like, there's some respect in cheating. Like, it's almost like the Italian guma, you know, like, <laughs> where they're like, no, we don't talk about her. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. at least I can empathize with that. There's very little, like, this guy doesn't even seem to care about the relationship. And I'm sure he's not having sex with her. I guarantee you he's not even smooth enough to be having sex with her. With who? With the, with the cousin that he's buying bathing suits for. Oh, you for. think, that's interesting. Like, you think this is like, he's still pursuing her yeah. without, w- while failing at it. Yeah, yeah. She writes, why would a guy buy another girl a swimsuit? Side note, I've looked through his phone. I know Jared, not cool on my part. But at this point, it is cool on, my, on your part. You have reason <laughs> to get a little yeah. fucking suspicious. Ladies and, and gentlemen, we got him. And he has like 15 to 20 pictures of her from Facebook in a swimsuit and seductive dresses. Uh, I'm sorry. Why would he ask me to marry him but have pictures on his phone of other girls, girls he knows in real life in swimsuits or boobs hanging out? Why do guys take? Uh, why do guys talk to girls even after you tell them how you're not okay with it? Is that being controlling, telling me can't talk to her? Side note, he told me I was being jealous and insecure. Uh, would you love your perspective on all I've got? Uh, because all I've gotten is the girls and isn't helpful at all. Sincerely, not one of the swimsuit pictures on his phone. <laughs> I want to say a few things. And I not even th- from Nordstrom Rack. This is regular <laughs> Nordstrom. <laughs> this man was a bona fide scrub. I, I want to tell her, I want to thank her for trusting this podcast because your email is fantastic. Yeah. It is funny to us, not to you. But also, there's someone else out there like that. Good email alert. Yeah, there's someone else out there that's at some level of this crime. So, like, what she's writing in from the end, and, I, and I'm going to hit her with some truths in a second, but I'm saying this is, the, this is the part where you look back and you go, A, B, C, and D happened. Someone might be at A, like, oh, yeah. you're attracted to someone's cousin. You keep texting with this cousin of your ex. Like, someone's in that position, and then they're, and they hear this email, and they go, this is where it could go. Right. What do you think? You're married... Is there, I mean, how do you, not the game would, for a long why time. would another guy have, buy another girl? Have you ever bought another Dude, girl? Dude, the, the weird thing is, I don't even see my fucking own cousins more than once every 10 years. Yeah. This guy <laughs> is maintaining a relationship with yeah. his ex's cousin. Uh, well, that to me is the answer to everything. Yeah. At some, this guy was dating someone and then found a way to reach out to the cousin of that someone in such a way that they are now on a level where they could get dinner together. Right. So that means he made that all happen. They didn't just meet the cousin and become friends. He pursued that relationship. He pursued it dishonestly with his ex, and now he's pursuing it dishonestly with you. Yeah. And because he lives far away, he can rationalize it by going... Hey, when I go to Salt Lake, I'll I'll try and fuck her. Right. Oh, this was in Salt Lake. This was in Salt Lake, and, and like Salt honestly, Salt Lake do, sushi. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, I don't even think that he had business in Salt Lake. Yeah. Do you think maybe he's using the cousin as a portal to get back with the ex? No. You think it's I purely think, he's I think with he's into the into the cousin? He has pictures of her in a bathing suit. Yeah, on his phone. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and no pictures of his actual fiance. <laughs> well, that makes sense to me. I, yeah. I, I know she's holding on. This is what women do a lot of times. They'll right, hold right. on to one fact that other girls will get mad at. Yeah. And it's like, no, 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 no. There's, this isn't the issue at all. Like, they'll be like, and he has no pictures of me. And it's like, we didn't need that. <laughs> yeah. You know, we just needed. He did. You made them delete them because <laughs> you're so fucking insecure yeah. with your own horrible <laughs> swimsuit body. <laughs> what do you think she should do? I think you got to end the engagement. Uh, yeah. Or she should just, you know, I, what makes this harder is that they're engaged and I know that makes it like more important and the advice harder to give because you're like, I don't want to change your life. But like if someone was dating someone acting like this, I'd be like, it's over. You need to get away. He's not holding up to your standard. Like, do you want to be this investigator the rest of your life? Yeah. She did do some good sleuthing. I got to give it to her. The sushi sleuth. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty damn good. Yeah, I just picture her in a fucking trench coat and a McGruff the Crime Dog hat. Yeah. <laughs> scrolling through his phone. Yeah, if, I, if she had a Jamaican nanny, she would not. She'd be like, uh, you, you got to leave the guy. Yeah. Yeah, like she'd be out. There would be some nanny looking at her going, uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. <laughs> Bumbaclot. Yeah, no good Bumbaclot. Yeah, how do we not have a word? They have, it's. What's Bumbaclot? Bumbaclot is like menstrual blood. That's and they have the a word, word for it. Batman. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know. Well, yeah. do you have any advice for this girl? Do you think they should break up? I mean, he sounds like a complete, like I said, he sounds like a complete knob. He's not, it's a, it's a very strange scenario that he's pursuing a relationship with his cousin. He's not a good, if he is lying, he's not a good liar. And he, there was he no does, apology in any of this either, right? Exactly. He never, he, here's the other problem. He never owns up to taking the loss. Yeah. He could look at you and go, you know what? I love you. I also am fetishizing this girl that I obviously have a thing for. Yeah. Um, I hate that I do, and I hate that I pursued it, but I've seen the error of my ways, and I love you more than I love the sexualized version of this woman that I've built up in my head. Yeah. Like, that's you. that's him willing to lose you to be honest and move forward with you. Right. If he gives that explanation. Right now, he's like, no. He's trying to keep the Ponzi scheme going. Yeah. Yeah. She's cute, too. Like, I could see a little picture in her thing. I don't know. It, it, it's very sad He could even He could even say, like, I, I love you so much. I'm so attracted to you. I just wish you had more confidence in your body the way this girl. I'd like to be buying you swimsuits. <laughs> How'd you get to the confidence of her body? You... <laughs> He never said that. I don't think <laughs> you just assume know, she's just not taking con- a left turn. Yeah, because <laughs> she because <laughs> Doug goes into a rant telling his wife to be yeah. confident. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, why would a guy buy another girl a swimsuit? Here's the thing: this is a sexualized relationship that he's trying to keep up behind the scenes, right? And within that's why I, I you have to end it. I, I that's the as I I I, I never. I normally will give like a lot of empathy to the cheater, but he's not even owning up to it. It's over. You got to end it. You and I know that's easier advice to give than it is to take, but he went to Salt Lake City to meet with this girl. Yeah. I mean, if he's willing to if he's dumb enough to fucking get a swimsuit delivered to you by accident, he's dumb enough to go to another city to meet a girl who won't fuck him. Yeah. He sh- I mean, he sh- she should break up up with him just based on his uh, intelligence quota alone. Yeah. JH- so th- and the, and the, and the package was addressed to to him the, to the to him to and his house. Yeah. So he forgot to change his PayPal. Right. To, he fucked up so the he PayPal. So he easily could have been like, "This is for me." This is the yeah, easily could have done. He, that. W- he didn't even want to fake being <clears throat> yeah. a cross dresser for you. Yeah. I have. Some He's good, a lying homophobe. News. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no Emmy offers free uh, returns. Oh, there we go. If they went that route. If they went that route. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com here with Doug Smith, who Doug Smith on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. Barely, barely Regal. That's the album. Uh, Brooke Lennon, we're sponsored people. Brooke Lennon, making your home beautiful is the ultimate form of self care. You know who's going to need some Brooke Lennon? 
this guy when he's going to find a new place because he's <laughs> going to need some new sheets, okay? One third of your life is spending sheets. Don't you want them to be insanely comfortable? In this holiday season, it's time to gift the ones you love or yourself with something a little cozier like bedding, loungewear, towels, and more. Lucky for you, Brooklyn is having their biggest sale yet this Black Friday through Cyber Monday. Home of the Internet's favorite sheets, Brooklyn got over 50,000 five-star reviews and counting. Here's the thing. I love Brooklyn for what they're doing. They, they found a better mousetrap. They were like, You're, you want hotel-quality sheets. They're like, you know what? We, we are going to send them to you directly from us. We'll get rid of Bed Bath & Beyond. We'll get rid of CVS. We'll get rid of Home Goods. They're out. We're selling right to you. So we don't have to pay those people anymore. And you're going to get hotel quality seats, sheets at a great price. And I have them. They're on my bed. They're the best sheets I've ever had. I actually go buy more of them outside of the ones they gave me. I'll, I'll give that review. That's as good wow. as... That's as good a review as you're going to get. But doesn't it take the thrill out of stealing hotel sheets? Yes, yes, it does. But I mean, what's more fun? <laughs> but there's nothing more fun than walking out with a trash bag with also my luggage. But I, you know what? I'm growing up. Yeah. Brooklyn and has what you need. It has what you want. And if you like softness, comfort, essentials to help you relax, Brooklyn and has it all. Brooklinen.com is having their biggest sale ever, and it's happening right now for Black Friday, uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Brooklyn is so confident in their products that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get access to their biggest event and free shipping is go to Brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com before December 3rd. And if you're just hearing this and it's post-Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you can still use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at brooklinen.com for 10% off and free shipping anytime. Brooklyn and everything you need to live your most comfortable life. Get involved with Brooklinen. Doug Smith, let's do another email. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. I, uh, I'm going casual makeout strategy and an offer to classic Shelb. An offer. This is. You're my favorite dynamic duo and make Tuesdays and Fridays in my windowless cubicle much better. On to the question. Recently, our group of friends has grown. One new friend in particular is super attractive. I'm not really a relationship girl. I don't want a serious relationship with him, but I'd be into casual drunk makeouts with him. What's the best way to go about this? How do you make the move for the casual makeout and then avoid awkwardness after? Thanks. P.S. Classic Shelves. I'm attaching my Insta handle for a celeb lookalike, but also a proposition. Will you marry me? Holy shit, Shelby. Wow. <laughs> Let's take a look at what she's dealing with. So Shelby has a keen eye for what people, what celebrities people look like. She's very cute. Okay. I already know where this is going to go. I have an idea of who she looks like. Slow down. Oh, yeah, slow down. Okay, so what do you think for casual makeout? What's a great way to casually make out with somebody? So this is a guy that's recently joined her group of friends yes. that she wants to make out with, but does not want a relationship. Yeah. Casual makeout. Uh, and this guy is, do we know anything about this guy? His status? His Sounds relationship hot to status? Me. That's it. Yeah. How I mean, would you make this happen? I mean, just go go for it. I mean, she yeah. sounds like she wants to treat this like most guys would want to treat it, right? Yeah, like, I think what women I don't do, I think here's one piece of advice I'll give her. Don't say what you're looking for. Stop that. Yeah. I think a lot of women go, I want casual. I want this. I want that. And it locks them into what they think that means. Right. We have to understand that words mean different things to everybody. Yeah. So like, you know, with pe people could hear everything we're talking about with nannies in brooklyn and take that a totally different way than we're putting it out as a fun whatever we're talking about yeah they someone hears i want casual i want a relaxed thing Th you know that could mean spitting on you on the way out of, after fucking you <laughs> or that could mean like it's a consistent hangout yeah so stop doing that you go in be honest with yourself and be honest with the people around you and everything's going to work out. So right. if you go into this, I to me... It's future tripping otherwise. You don't know how it's going to turn out. He, you, might, he might be the man of your dreams. You have no idea. And you know, to say I'm not looking for a relationship, 99% of people at some point want that. Yeah. So maybe this is the way it works out for you, but 
Who knows? Right. I, and I think a lot of people say that to protect themselves, to not get dumped or to not get turned down. And I understand that. But when you do that, you're setting yourself up for this like locked in version of what you think relation. And it's like, let it happen. Yeah. So I would DM the guy when you guys are going out before you're going out. Here's how you let him know. You send him a DM or a text if you have his number. Hey, pump to hang out tonight. That's all you do. When it's going to be the big group, when everyone's hanging out, hey, pump to hang out tonight. I'll see you later. He'll go, whoa, shit. That's that's him getting a little ding, yeah, ding, ding. Yeah, sure. Hey, pump to hang out tonight. I'll see you later. End it there. No more conversation. No more nothing. But the 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 the, the woods of the DM offer you know adventure. The woods of the DM. Yes, <laughs> the, the DM woods. No one's saying I can't wait to see the you tonight. Thicket of the, DM yeah, forest. But no one's saying that about the DMs and being and being like, oh, just a friend that wants to hang out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is you letting him know. Hey, pop no, to see if, you. Yeah, if a girl is hitting you up about obvious plans yeah. that are obviously happening, there's no reason to do that other than planting the the seed. And then you buy him a one piece. Yeah, <laughs> Shelby, do you have a look alike? I was getting a Nora Jones vibe. Nora Jones. I was looking at Olivia Munn. Yeah, I can yeah, see I was, Olivia I Munn. I think that's a good one. I think you got the uh, Nora Jones. I never saw that coming. I I like Nora Jones. Olivia Munn was I I was looking at. Let's get a close up. She's this cute. Girl. Yeah, Nora Jones makes sense though. You're you're the expert. Who am I to go against you? That's true. But Nora Jones, Olivia Munn, she's cute. Yeah, but send out that vibe. Send out that flag. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast. I even get a little Ellen Page in there. Ooh, Do you see a little Ellen Page? I see what you're talking about. I like that. Uh drop drop a poll on the Insta story. <laughs> Throw it up. Uh, we're sponsored people. Untuck it. Untuck it. The holidays are almost here. Are you, uh, and you know what that means, gifts. I, so I wore an Untuck It shirt for the live uh, U Up podcast in New York City. Mm-hmm. I felt good. I felt comfortable. Here's the beauty of Untuck It. I'm a wide torsoed, short bodied man. Or no, I'm a, I'm a thick torso, short torso guy. So it's yeah. hard to find a shirt that fits at the crop top. You got or that dress. chode torso. That's right. Thick so on, thick and thick and thick. Thick and thick. So I need a shirt that's gonna fit me right, and it's really hard to find button downs that land on you the correct way. Yeah. It's always made for the tall, slender guy, and it's like, wait a minute, I want to wear a shirt on yeah. tuck too. You don't want to feel like you're wearing an evening gown. That's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. I'm looking. So I wore it to the live you up, and I felt really good. I gotta say. And their button downs at Untuck It, it's just, it's right. And I think for your dad or your boyfriend, especially your dad, like I got my dad the uh, the linens because he's down in Florida now. He loves them. Mm-hmm. He and, and you think your dad doesn't give a shit because he just doesn't know how to dress. He just puts on the Under Armour yeah. shirt for going out night. Yeah, he and, gets whatever's on sale at Kohl's. Yeah, he doesn't. But you are his fashionista and you got to mm-hmm. help him out. And I think Untuck It, if you go on their website, you can find some amazing items to get for your dad or brother or boyfriend or whoever it may be in your life because I just love what they do. So whether you're looking for the perfect holiday gift or just trying to get uh, craft a smart, relaxed style of your own, Untuck It's the way to go. Untuckit.com and use code FEATHER. That's FEATHER. That's FEATHER. It's usually J-Train. It's usually J-Train, but this is in the description. Feather. Untuckit.com, code Feather for 20, 20, 20, 20% off. That's U-N-T-U-C-K-I-T dot com. Promo code Feather for 20% off. I gave my ghost a second chance, got ghosted again. Gave my ghost a second chance, got ghosted again. In December, I, <laughs> in December, I met someone on Tinder who I dated for about two months. He ghosted me two days before Valentine's Day. Surprise, surprise. Back in May, we rematched and he reached out to me and apologized and said it was because he got scared. He offered to take me out so we can catch up and so he could explain himself. And I said, why not? We continued a relationship without a label in the entire summer, spent our birthdays with each other. Mine was uh, mine was May and his was September and did a lot of fun things. Fast forward to today and he's gone ghost again. Hey. 
We were we were fine on Saturday. We even spoke on the phone and everything was fine. Then he just stopped texting me. He hasn't deleted me off Snapchat yet, and that's something he did the first time. We went to his sister's wedding two weeks ago, and we had a great time and even took cute photo booth pictures, and it was a great time. He even finally introduced me as his girlfriend. I never pressured him about that. I'm so confused because things were going were great the second time around. He would call me every day, text me all day. I was even brought, up, uh, brought around his family and his three younger three-year-olds and his three-year-old son what many many times something he's never done before i'm just really hurt and confused wondering what could have gone wrong i'm hoping he needs space but because our past i'm not sure what do you think three-year-old son here's some pics of being happy there's them too what Uh, do you think doug he looks like a tool (laughs) well why is he even yeah, he's got a three-year-old son, and he's ghosting you. He's he's a what piece of th- shit. I mean, like, this is kind of the the story we hear a lot. She's obviously quite into him if she's willing to give him a second chance, mm-hmm. and he has a kid. That's a that's a big responsibility to get into a relationship with somebody who already yeah. has a kid. I'd say this is an extreme example <clears throat> of something that happens a lot. Like, it's extreme to bring you to a wedding, and then two weeks later, get go. I think it takes two people to go to ghost. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people out there being like, I got ghosted. I'm like, well, did you text them and say, hey, I'm here. What's what the fuck is going on? And right, they'll right, go, well, right. I just figured they would text me. When I, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You she might have to, given up too easily is what you're saying. I, yeah, I'm not saying too easily, but I think everyone deserves an answer. Yeah. I, I think like I think there's this like gray area of like being allowed to ghost where it's like yeah we went on a couple dates and then we never had sex so i just stopped it just kind of fizzled right and i understand that but if you like if you've been inside of the person i think it's okay to double text and be like hey i just want to know so i can move on from my own yeah you know my own headspace sure um this is more than inside of you this is i've met your son yeah. And I think that that point, I would call this guy like I was their fucking mother wondering where they were. And I'd go, hey, we have to fucking talk this out because I need to move on if this is over. But to just say, well, I'm ghosted again because you haven't heard from Because then every time you don't hear back on your schedule, it's your ghosted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're already pretty deep. If she's gone to a sister's wedding, yeah, met the introduced kid. as his girlfriend and met the kid. Yeah, she's she's definitely got a... Put some heat on him about that. Yeah. You know? So I... I, Your son needs to see his new mommy. Please text me back. (laughs) Show up to the kids' preschool. Yeah. I'm here. (laughs) Are we picking him up? I thought we had a play date. You know, like I, I... But I think for her, what could you have done differently? There's nothing you could have gotten differently because at, at there is the... Like, to me, ghost... Person who ghosted once will ghost you again once you get to the place he ghosted you before. Mm. So it's like they're not afraid of relationships. They're afraid of going for being more responsible for you. Right. Because there's a point where they go, I because a lot of people what they do is they'll 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 date someone, they'll ghost when it gets a little more serious than they wanted. Then they'll get lonely and they'll go Hey, I'm at the starting line again. We should start from the beginning. And then they'll get right up to where they got again, ghost yeah, again. Yeah. And that's because they you, and this is hard to say in here, I'm sure, you are more of a you're more of a physical thing than a mental thing to them. Because when someone will leave you twice like this, you're just filling a a heat, a heated body. Yeah. It's the same, like, with women, a lot of times it's like, are you just looking for a boyfriend or do you like me? And I think for a lot of guys, it's like, are you just looking for someone to hug you and tell you you're good looking or do you like me? Right. Well, we also don't know his relationship with his baby mama, right? He might have been burned by this woman, you know, Mm. and now he's afraid to move forward with somebody else. That's giving him a lot of credit. It is. (laughs) Well, and and if that was his explanation, I would... I would go. I would want that explanation given to me, and then I go. All right. Well, good luck with that. Go see some therapy. Yeah. Seek out therapy. You know. But if she really, if she's really into him, which it sounds like she is, she and she wants to pursue things. She needs to grab him, take him by the hand. Yeah. And be like, hey, listen. I, it seems like you're afraid to move forward, but 
we've uh, we went to this wedding. You introduced me as your girlfriend. I met your son. Clearly, there's something going on here. Do you want to move forward? Yes or no? You need to let me know. Don't waste my time. Yeah. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. We got time for one more email. One more email. Doug Smith. Do it. At who Doug Smith. Go follow. Go support. Get involved. He's hilarious. I'll give you the choice. I feel like the dude in the relationship, power through the awkward or ignore it, buying signals or breadcrumbs, X situationship ruining the weekend trip. Do I have to give up casual sex with my college days? No. I like power power through the awkward or ignore it. This is from a dude. So this past Saturday, I was hanging out with a friend and his girlfriend. His girlfriend invited a couple more people over, including her cute coworker, to watch the game. The coworker was fun, and I thought we hit it off. We talked most of the night, but I had to leave before I could get her number. Next day, I followed her on Instagram. She followed me right back. I sent her a DM saying, hey, it was great meeting you last night. We'd love to get her have a drink with me uh, after work this week. I'm free Thursday, and four days later, still no, no response from her. I do think I'll run into her again when I hang out with this group, so, I, so do I just pretend it never happened or power through the awkward and try to make a joke about it? I don't want an explanation from her. I just want to know the best way to move past this without making an issue in the group. For reference, I'm 28. She's 26. Thanks for any advice. Not as awkward as I was hoping it would be, sure. but uh, yeah, I mean, it, there's there's nothing to power through. Just just play it cool. Uh, she should be more embarrassed than he is. I mean, she he reached out to her. Yeah. She didn't get back to him. Like next time they hang out, she's gonna be the one that's should feel uncomfortable, not him. I like that he writes. I don't want an explanation. Like, right, dude, you can't. You can't not get an re- explanation. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, uh, if it's offered, you can't go, no, 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 no need to tell me. It'll make you sound. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll make you sound like the least confident dude in the entire world. Like, no, no, yeah. no, no I, I can live on without knowing why you don't want to date me. Yeah. There's no explanation. The only explanation is, hey, I, you know, I have other. You don't know. Here, she might have another guy she's dealing with. She might have had a fun time with you that night. And followed you back because she's like, hey, if it ends with this other guy, maybe this is a guy that I can jump to later in life. You have no idea of her situation. Right. So you don't have to go, no, 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 no. I don't want to hear your explanation. Like, whatever explanation there is, it has nothing to do with you as a a good enough person to be dated. That has nothing to do with that. Yeah. What I would say to you, next time you hang out in a big group, I would would go, I would just be cool. I wouldn't even... uh, be cool. It doesn't have to be the first. Th- Don't make it the first thing you say. Hey, I messaged you. What's up? Hang out. Have a few drinks. Have as good a time as last time. At some point in the night, you can go, hey, I sent you a message. Totally cool if you don't want to get a drink. I just want to let you know, like, no hard feelings. That's yeah. all you have to say. Yeah. Totally cool. I understand. Everyone's got their shit going on. I would even get ahead of it. Hey, I'm sure you got other stuff going on or maybe you're seeing someone. So I just want to let you know, like, no hard feelings. We're totally cool. Right. Let it come later. Yeah. If it comes up at all. Right. That's like my thing. Because like then then she goes, you know, no, I saw it. And I, I, you know, I was busy. She'll give an excuse train. You go, no, listen, I'm here. Yeah. Say something to her in person. Watch her squirm. (laughs) Yeah. But then and then you go and then here's the most confident way to play it. Yeah. Cool. If you ever want to let you you know, you know how to get in touch with me. Right. And then it's like, Wow. Because he doesn't need, you know. Yeah, it yeah, yeah. That. It makes him more appealing, if anything. Absolutely. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Do we have a minute for news? We do. Let's do some news. News. Well, we talked about uh, weed on last week. Getting high. With Aaron Berg. Yep. And I believe he brought up CBD. CBD. Are you a user? We, I mean, we, we are uh, fans of feels here. We, we like, love them. We love feels. I like it. CBD? I think I'm more like aware. It's a, it's a weird... I've know. only taken it once. I feel like I didn't really notice the effects. I but you're sm- a weed smoker. Yeah, I smoke tons. I actually have... It's been two months uh, that I haven't been drinking. Oh, no booze. So I think I'm done. I'm pretty, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but sure. I think I'm done drinking. Done drinking. I think Whoa, so, yeah. that's something. Wow, that's that, big stuff. Uh, that is something. But I've been smoking copious amounts of weed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I already the, was. How do you but, do it with the kid? 
Uh, I mean, I'm not. I don't smoke during the day. It's like a nighttime. Do you blow thing. it in his face like the dog, yeah. and you're like, "Let's yeah. do sleep, <laughs> <or> sleep." <laughs> so, like, what do you like? Uh, it's an, it's an, you know, an after uh, when he goes to bed. Is the baby funnier when you're high? I like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he certainly thinks I'm funnier. Yeah. Your story time is very exciting. <laughs> Get real creative. <laughs> so many voices. I I would assume all those kids' books were written when the guy was on fucking mushrooms or weed or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dr. Seuss is definitely on acid. Ooh, <laughs> 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 you know, like <laughs> making up names. The doily yeah. Woilies, you know. Like, yeah, it's like yeah. I don't know. My kids laugh. Just drawing all his hallucinations. Yeah. No, it definitely can make you a more. Uh, I I try not to really be high around him too much, but I'm also kind of kind of trying to come to terms with the fact that I don't want to feel shame about it. And, sure, you, uh, I mean you want to make it like into like a glass of wine type of thing. I would exactly. That's kind of yeah. what we're moving towards, where our kids are gonna go. Yeah, Dad comes home and takes a puff of his yeah pipe Absolutely. of his corn cob pipe and yeah 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 and you know he's, the, he's the found nanny my... sets it up on the table <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll leave it to the pros. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's going on in the CBD Make sure world? it burn right, man. <laughs> uh, so you've uh, you've seen like on social media sometimes police Twitter accounts will like post pics of like things they've busted people with. Yeah, you'll sometimes get the picture of the police officer in front of like. 30 kilos of coke with yeah, like yeah, the yeah. gun up and it's sure. like their big moment. Yeah, yeah, I've seen those pictures. Well, the New York Police 75th Precinct okay. in Brooklyn Shout out. posted a pic uh, last week that said, Officers Greenidge and Ganshaw use precision policing and relentless follow-up along with a great working relationship with FedEx and other local law enforcement officials to confiscate 106 pounds of marijuana that was destined for our city streets. And they posted a pic. Okay. A lot, That's of, a lot of marijuana destined, bundles. Uh, what what I, could have been? <laughs> Greenage could, and... Wait, what are their names? Greenage and what? What could have been? Greenage and Gan... It's the most Cheech and Chong sounding I, I, cop duo I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> also, Greenage! What, like... We're, isn't this laughable? Like they're posing this as a brag. Yeah. Like we're like like we're sitting there like, wouldn't you stop a bunch of teenagers from giggling? Like <laughs> yeah. what are you? What's going on? What has been ended? The uh, the owner of the alleged marijuana had the last laugh because it was actually 106 pounds of completely legal hemp. Uh, that was so it wasn't real. Uh, oh, that God. was destined for his own business uh, a cbd company for pets for cbd pets. for pets <laughs> this, <laughs> it just kind of shows how fucked up all of this like you know marijuana crackdown stuff is like this was meant for all the dogs in park slope yeah like, like this was meant for like the richest dogs <laughs> like, right like cbd oil for your pets so we out of our some fucking poor minds? labradoodle is still waiting on the corner. <laughs> some anxious with his panic lab. disorder. <laughs> <laughs> like this is insane. Yeah. This is crazy. The, the weed thing. I don't know who we're saving. I, yeah. I, I listen. Someone could go. Well, my friend had a problem. You could have a problem with anything. I could have a problem with fucking bake lays. You know, like <laughs> I, I like yeah. I could have too much of anything. Like you know, like this isn't. You know, this is just one of those things that you're like, we're, we're, what are we putting our concentration into? The yeah. arrests stem from a tip from a narc FedEx worker who suspected the plants in a delivery were marijuana. Yeah, he smelled a bunch of fucking weed. He's like, I, something smells funky. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to get some money from the cops because there might be a tip line or some shit. Yeah, what other reason would he have to rat to like, that out? I, I, yeah. That doesn't make sense. What a fucking dweeb. Snitches get stitches, remember That's right. That? Yeah. Or they get a check from the New York State government from <laughs> all of our pockets. So mm-hmm. let's do one more story, then we're going to go. You got it. Can I tell you something real quick related sure. to... Dude, last night I was, in a bar, I was at a bar in Park Slope. With a kid drink, Drinking a seltzer. Okay. You know, the wife is home with a kid. Uh, right. I leave him alone bars. sometimes. But yeah. he's, um, so I'm outside with two buddies. We're smoking a joint. This car rolls up, an unmarked car, and 
they're kind of looking at us. Then they pull around another parked car right up onto the corner, and a dude leans out. I think they're they're cops. I mean, they're wearing all blue. I don't see any badges or anything, but one dude's wearing a hat that says police on the hat. Okay. And he goes, what are you, what are you guys smoking? I ignore him. Hey, what are you guys smoking? I say, it's a cigarette. Looks like a joint to me. <laughs> my buddies are completely silent. They're terrified. I yeah. just go, I roll my own cigarettes. And he looks at me, pause, and they just turned and drove off. That's it. Yeah. I was so proud of myself you for handling it. that that cool cool you know? calm and collected i didn't panic i didn't flick it i didn't eat it no you know? well i think also that has something to do with like how weed is it's fine now. right right, right. Isn't it decriminalized yeah that's what i was gonna say can't you like do that now that happened to me in college one time i was at a tailgate and we used to uh open the car doors to pee yeah so we would take the door to like the truck that was at the tailgate open it and you'd pee between Sure. The, the drive, the driver's side seat and, and the, the back. door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so like your own little urinal. Little urinal. Yeah. So I'm peeing in this little V that I've created, and all of a sudden a cop comes up to me and goes, "Sir, gonna need your license." And I look back and I see the cop, and I'm like, "Okay." And I go, "Yeah, hold on one second. And I finish my pee. I come out, and he goes, "Were you drinking?" And I'm like, "Just peeing." And he's like. Not drinking? I go, is there anything in my hand? He goes... <laughs> Your dick! That's right. <laughs> I was saved by my dick. Because <laughs> I got public urination, no underage. Oh, wow. So that saved me. That was the lesser of two evils. Exactly. Wow, Sometimes, look at you. That's why that dude should have said that he wears a woman's bathing suit around the house. Yeah. And that would have saved his marriage. Right, right. But we ended that today. What's you the other story? Take one on the chin, man. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, the you cool guys, cast. You guys are f- uh, fans of gender reveals? No. I, Dude, people are getting killed by these. Did you know there was some family in like Iowa who did so, like uh, some sort of confetti popper well, and it killed of, the great aunt? This surprises me. Is that the story you're going to talk about? We, uh, earlier this year, we did one with like an explosion that so, set off a big forest fire. Yeah, 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 I actually yeah. think of gender reveal is fun to watch from my couch. Yeah. I don't want to go to your fucking gender reveal party. I do want to see the creative ways you reveal the gender. I also want to watch the husband's reaction to having a girl as opposed to a boy or vice versa. I want to see all that stuff. I don't want to have to leave my house to do it. Yeah. So I do understand that where these gender reveals, here's the thing. And this is, this is relevant to all of our lives. We have to admit to the incentive of a like, we have to admit mm. that there is an economy of likes that people are going after. So, Because if we don't admit it, the crazy people win. The people that go, oh, we just do this gender reveal for ourselves. Yeah. We just had a plane crash in the desert and give off pink sparklers for, for us. our own amusement. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. You did this to one-up the last person yeah. so that you'll get the most likes and you're the most talked about and so that you can get the fucking dopamine in your brain that releases every time you open up Instagram and get a fucking red thing in the corner. So that's I, okay. Yeah. But let's admit to that. Because it's going to keep getting weirder. Remember when Michael Jackson dangled his baby off the... Of course, yeah. Yeah, we were all horrified. Today we'd be like, wow, that was going to be my first birthday picture. What's the (laughs) reveal? Will I drop him? Will I not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to see the baby do the gender reveal. I want to see a baby come out of the womb with his shit tucked back. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, it's a girl. And he's like, pow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. (laughs) What what was this bullshit one? Well, in... Turkey, Texas, it's about 300 miles northwest of Dallas. They took a one of those like prop planes, a crop dusting plane, okay. <laughs> and put 350 gallons of water dyed pink. Okay. And we're going to release it over a field. This seems harmless to me. Okay, yeah. Also sounds like a ridiculous waste of funds. But <laughs> after releasing the water, the single plane the single seat plane got too slow and crashed. Well, that the, was, I guess, the prayers of a underwatered nation was answered. 
<laughs> a nation divine intervention. Through, yeah, divine, a nation going through a drought. Yeah. <laughs> I guess their God is working overtime yeah. because he, he you can spare this that. much water. We're gonna yeah. spare one pilot, one life. Yeah, we will. <laughs> somewhere in Ethiopia, a tribe <laughs> celebrates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's sitting there going, "We did it. Yeah, we got what we wanted." You, you get your gender reveal. Well, we get one death. We get yeah. So I, I listen. All's well. It ends well. I guess. So <laughs> great news. He's just probably paralyzed. Oh, okay. Good. He's alive. <laughs> Thanks, Shelby, for bringing the news. They find At the classic. black. They find the black box. I'm dying. <laughs> the black box. It's a girl. You piece of yeah. shit. Yeah. I Shelby. didn't even like you. What am I doing? <laughs> Give it a uh, at Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Doug Smith, thank you for coming on. Thank you, man. Always a pleasure. At Who Doug Smith on Instagram. Barely Regal. That's the album. Pre-order, pre-order November 26th. Uh, the release is December 3rd. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday. Keep sending those emails. JTrainPodcast.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Great job, J-Train. Another perfect episode.